Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. We have so much fun here. I uh, I hope if you are enjoying this show that you are telling the people about it. You gotta gotta tell the people so they can enjoy all the fun that we're having here. I mean, we have plenty to go around. We're not gonna hold on to the fun all all by ourselves. Uh, we gotta we gotta spread the love. Um, yeah. All right. Let's uh, talk about the words in this episode. The first one is cobwebby. We're picking up where yesterday's episode left off. Also, I mean, if you're jumping in in the middle, if this is your first episode, you, I, what, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? You got to go to the beginning and listen to the crappiness of how this started. And then and then you'll get here. Cobwebby adjective from 1854. One filled or covered with cobwebs as in. A cobwebby barn. That wasn't as spooky as I hoped it would be. Number two, the synonym is gossamer. G-O-S-S-A-M-E-R. As in cobwebby lace. Ooh. I want... If uh, if I were to ever wear some sort of thing that had lace on it, I don't think I would. But if I did, you know, if it's like a dress or a shirt or a jacket, I don't know, what it, whatever it would be. I think it would be very cool to have the lace literally look like cobwebs. Somebody should go make that for somebody. Uh, Number three, synonyms are musty and well-worn, as in a cobwebby plot device. Also as in cobwebby quaintness. It is must, musty and well-worn because it's it's so old and, it, you know, it's got all the dust and the, the dirt on it. Um, so a cobwebby plot device what what would that be uh tell me what would that be something that's just used over and over and over again maybe most movies are like that uh next is coca c-o-c-a noun from 1577 one any of several south american shrubs especially one that is the primary source of cocaine whoa yeah we're gonna talk about that uh, let's see, the genus name is Erythroxylon, Erythrozylon, something like that. It is of the family, I mean, I'm going to screw this up, Erythrozylaceae. Uh, and then the one that was specified, that is the primary source of cocaine, is Erythrozylon coca. That's what it is. Number two, dried leaves of a coca containing alkaloids including cocaine. And then it mentions that same scientific name, Erythrozygoga. That's what it is. This is a Spanish word, and it is from the Quechua word. I, I don't think I'm saying that correctly. Quechua? Maybe it's Quechua. Q-U-E-C-H-U-A. It is from their word, Cuca, with Ks instead of Cs. I think instead of cocaine, it should be Cocaine with Ks. Cocaine. That is actually our next word. Um, it is a noun from 1874, and it is, um, you know, what do we say? It is a very adult topic, but I guess kids should know that it exists, and they should probably stay away from it, because it's only going to cause a lot of problems. So, um, learn, and don't do. This is a bitter crystalline alkaloid. I mean, right there, just from that, you know that this is not something that you should, uh, you should stay away from it. Um... A bitter crystalline alkaloid C17H21NO4 obtained from coca leaves 
that is used especially in the form of its hydrochloride medically as a topical anesthetic and illicitly for its euphoric effects, and that may result in a compulsive psychological need. Um, yes, it does have some medical benefit, I have heard. I really don't know what that is other than from what the little bit that I read here. Uh, but yeah, this it's very addictive. I've, so I've heard. I, it's very, I'm being very honest. I have never had this stuff, and I will never have it because, no. And I, I've heard from people, stay away. So, yes, I will, and you should too. Relatedly, we have cocaine eyes. Cocaine eyes. This is a transitive verb from 1887 to treat or anesthetize with cocaine. How is that involved? There's probably another way to get it in your system, and I assume that this would be done in a hospital, but would they actually use this anymore? I'm just talking out loud, because I honestly have no idea. Cocaineization. Cocaineization is a noun. Okay, now a lot of the rest of the words are um, going to be a little ridiculous, a little hard to pronounce. It's going to take me a second, so bear with me. Um, and also, I have a feeling many of you are going to, in your brains, be making a lot of dirty jokes, and that's fine. Um, just just saying. So, next is uh, co-carboxylase. Co-carboxylase. Noun from 1932. A coenzyme, C12H19CLN4O7P2S, and then H2O. That is a pyrophosphate of thiamine and is important in metabolic reactions as decarboxylation in the Krebs cycle. I've heard of that, but I don't remember what it is. Next is co-carcinogen. Uh, some of these weren't as hard as I thought they would be. Noun from 1938. An agent that aggravates the carcinogenic effects of another substance. And co-carcinogenic is an adjective. Next is coccid. Why did I get so loud when I said coccid? C-O-C-C-I-D, noun from circa 1889, and the synonym is scale insect. Scale, like what's, what sort of scale are we talking about? The scale that you weigh yourself on? Uh, or the, the scale uh, that's on like reptiles and fish? Uh, I'm assuming that it's the latter, but maybe we have to find a picture of this scale insect and see why it is, is it called that? Um, and also why is it called coccid? It is from New Latin coccus, which is a genus of scales. Now, would it be coccus or would it be just coccus? C-O-C-C-U-S. I think it would be that because I think we're actually going to, are we going to get to that word? I'm not sure. Well, why are you guessing? Let's just figure this out. Um, from Greek, kokos, which means grain, or kermes, with a K. Like, hello, kermes! All right, next. This is the longest word in this episode, and one of the longest words I have seen in this book, I think. It is coccidio... I already screwed it up. Coccidioidomycosis. There's like two or three extra syllables in there than I think there should be. Coccidioido, you heard me. Uh, noun from 1937. I don't, let's spell it. That'll be fun. C-O-C-C-I-D-I-O-I-D-O-I-D-O-I-D-O-I-D-O-I-D-O-I-D-O-I-D-O-I-D-O-I-D-O-I-D-O-I-D-O-I-D-O-I
D-O-M-Y-C-O-S-I-S. It is a disease, especially of humans and domestic animals, caused by a fungus, coccidioides. Coccidioides, that's, that's an easier way to remember. Coccidioides, but it's coccidioidomycosis. That's the, that's the fungus part. Um, and the, the, the disease, humans and animals, caused by a fungus and marked especially by fever and pulmonary symptoms. Uh, and the, by the way, the scientific name is coccidioides emitis or emitis. Next is coccidiosis. Coccidiosis, noun from 1892. Infestation with or disease caused by coccidia. Um, okay, so that is kind of our next word. That is the plural of the next word, which is coccidium. Uh, that's the singular form. This is a noun from circa 1879. Any of an order, coccidia, of protozoans, usually parasitic in the digestive epithelium of vertebrates. Some of you are like, oh, those words sound so good to me. I love it so much. And some of you are like, what are you talking about? Okay, next is cocoid, uh, cocoid, C-O-C-C-O-I-D, noun from 1893, of relating to or resembling a coccus. And then also this synonym, which is the 1A1 definition for the word globular and cocoid. Is that what it is? Cocoid. Uh, that is a noun. That's the word we're talking about, cocoid. It's an adjective or a noun. Next is coccus, C-O-C-C-U-S. Noun from 1888, a spherical bacterium. Spherical, that's a good band name. Spherical bacterium. Uh, cockle. Cockle is an adjective. Have you started making those dirty jokes in your head yet? Next is a suffix, coccus. Same word, but now it's a suffix. Um, it is just a berry-shaped microorganism, as in micrococcus. <laughs> wow, okay. How can I not make these, these jokes in my head? Next is... I'm an adult, but I'm also very immature. Okay, next is coccygeal. Coccygeal. C-O-C-C-Y-G-E-A-L. Adjective from 1836 of or relating to the coccyx. Um, that we will learn about shortly, but it is from Middle Latin coccygeus, which is of the coccyx. Uh, from Greek, coccyx with Ks. Wow, that is the craziest looking word. K-O-K-K-Y-X. I mean, when else are you going to see that combination of letters? Here we go with coccyx. So it's the same as what I just spelled with C's. C-O-C-C-Y-X. Noun from 1615. A small bone that articulates with the sacrum and that usually consists of four fused vertebrae which form the terminus of the spinal column in humans and tailless apes tailless uh but sometimes in humans they it, it becomes a little tail your genes are like i am not gonna stop at this bone i'm gonna keep on going maybe is it one big bone or is it little bones that make up a little little tail if you have a tail you gotta tell me um this is from greek coccyx which means cuckoo or coccyx cuckoo 
from its resemblance to a cuckoo's beak. Interesting. So you got a you got a bird's beak on your butt. Ha. Huh. All right, next is Cochin. Capital C O C H I N, noun from 1853. Any of an Asian breed of large domestic chickens with thick plumage, small wings and tail, and densely feathered legs and feet, called also Cochin China. Cochin China. Oh, because it's from Cochin China, uh, which was part of French Indochina. Indochina, Cochin China. Okay, next is... So I think it would be pronounced cochineal. Cochineal. Um, I would want to say cochineal, but clearly I'm wrong. I'm the dummy here. It is cochineal. C-O-C-H-I-N-E-A-L. Cochineal, or cochineal, I guess would be fine. Uh, This is a noun from 1582. One, a red dye consisting of the dried bodies of the female cochineal insects. And then number two, the synonym is cochineal insect. And that is our last word in this episode. Uh, But real quick, let's see. From Old Spanish, cochinea, which is cochineal insect. Okay, thank you very much. And then our last word is cochineal insect. Two words, noun from 1801. A small red cactus feeding scale insect. Ooh, scale insect. Oh, let's where where, where was that? That is uh that is the coccid. Okay. Uh, okay, red cactus feeding scale insect, the females of which are the source of cochineal. Uh, that would be the red dye. Oh yeah, these are the ones. Sometimes if you see there's a, a certain red dyes, or maybe even it would say cochineal in the ingredients. That is made up of bugs. They have ground up these bugs. The females specifically. Oh, great. We, uh, we're not treating the women, the human women great, and we have to uh, treat the female insects not great. Uh, humans, what are you doing? Specifically men, what are you doing? Um, yeah, maybe let's do better and not blend up the bugs to put in our makeups and possibly foods. Hmm. All right. So the words today were cobwebby, coca, cocaine, cocaine eyes, cocarboxylase, cocarcinogen, uh, coccid, coccidioidomycosis. I said it right on the first try. Uh, coccidiosis, coccidium, coccoid, coccus, coccygeal, coccyx, cochin, cochineal and cochineal insect how many syllables is this one word one two three four five six seven eight 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 syllables this word is uh so let's just sing a song about that word because it's because it would be funny to embarrass myself like this co no coccidiodomycosis coccidio it's oi coccidioidomycosis all right i think that is sufficient i have it from my nose all right the first word no (laughs) the first holiday that i will be talking about today is air force day from pakistan it is the earliest day on which national grandparents day can fall uh in the u.s it is the first sunday after labor day it is interesting the last day on which Labor Day in the U.S. can fall 
uh, which is the first Monday of September. So could they wait a minute Sunday? So they'll never be on the same thing because if it's a Sunday, then it would be National Grandparents Day. And then the next the next Monday, if it's the first Monday, it would be Labor Day. But you could have it where the first Monday is September 1st, and that's Labor Day, and then National Grandparents Day isn't until another six weeks later. Sometimes you can celebrate National Grandparents Day before Labor Day. I wonder if there's any other cases like this. Does anybody else find that interesting? Just me? Okay. Next is Constitution Day from Fiji, or in Fiji, Independence Day in Brazil, Military Intelligence Day, Military... Mary Tilly into intelligence did the day. That was not to be a stuttering joke. I just wanted to mess up the words. That is in Ukraine. Australia has National Threatened Species Day. In Mozambique, it is Victory Day. What did they be victorious over? What did they be? Um, it is, uh, let's see. Did we say all of these? I think we said all these. I am not prepared whatsoever. Um, but one of these new ones is also a fun holiday, National Beer Lover's Day. So a lot of you people like beer, and you, it's your day, I guess. It is also another Look Unlimited Day. It is Google Commemoration Day. Grandma Moses Day. I've heard of her, and I don't know what she did because I'm dumb. National Acorn Squash Day. There's National Beer Lover's Day. National Feel the Love Day. National Grateful Patient Day. If you are a patient and you're not grateful for the care that you're being given, there you, you gotta you gotta fix that. Not just today, every day. National Neither Snow Nor Rain Day. If it if it doesn't snow on this day, or rain, nor rain, I should say, I will be amazed. It is Salami Day, Superhuman Day. Oh, so that's interesting. I like this. It's got a picture of people playing basketball in wheelchairs. Um, let's see. Is it going to describe what did this what this holiday is about? No, it is not. Why? Uh, but what I'm thinking is that it is, um, in a way, and I, I would argue this, and a lot of other people would argue this, people who are physically handicapped in some way and with other similar things, uh, they can all definitely be superhuman. Um, doing things that most humans can't do. I would definitely call that superhuman. So, uh, much respect to my, uh, my physically disabled brothers and sisters. And, uh, I am not technically one of them, although I probably will be one day given how clumsy I am. Um, yeah, you don't get enough respect, man. That documentary monster ball. Is that what it was called? That was a crazy, crazy movie. Fun. Um, it is telephone Tuesday. And let's just check this page real quick to see if there's anything. Oh, my God. I am such a dummy. Two days ago, I missed, because uh, it was incredibly important that I should tell you this, I missed National Waffle Week on September 5th through September 11th. I feel like I'm giving you an advertisement for something some on some radio commercial. Um, it is also same week, same days, Suicide Prevention Week. Um, I am guessing... One of the days in this week between September 5th and 11th will be something like uh, International Suicide Prevention Day or something like that. Um, yeah, 
if if you are, I should probably put um, what is it? Phone number, website. I should probably put that information. If you need to talk to somebody at the suicide hotline, obviously you should be aware of this every day of the year. But let's uh, bring extra awareness to it this week. Um, and then what are what what are the more fun holidays on this day that I may have missed? Oh, why weren't these mentioned on the other page? Oh, that's because I'm on the wrong page. Am I? Oh boy, I've screwed it all up. It is, ooh, International Day of Clean Air. Um, yeah, that is a thing that we should be celebrating. Let's please plant more trees. Ho ho. Let's please plant more trees. That's gonna be the song of the podcast. Um, yes, International Day of Clean Air. We really need this, especially considering the climate report that just came out from the UN. Oh, I don't know, a month before you're listening to this, four weeks or so. Um, that says so many things humans are terrible and we made all this happen and uh if we were to stop um stop making carbon emissions and things immediately right now the planet would still be warming for 30 years and this is pretty much what we can expect or worse uh you know we're gonna have more natural disasters worse than we've been seeing uh i feel like i've talked a lot about this already today and but come on you got to know about this and we got to do what we can to stop this because this is ridiculous and then then yes we need to reverse it too so let's plant some trees all right can we get on that thanks cool all right on that note let's end this episode by saying thank you very much for listening and until next time this is spencer dispensing information goodbye